everyday those The ones who enhance the flow You know them Bruce Lee roars and possess the glow Yo, you're the last dragon, so you're good to go You're giving back to the world or why you're crushing your glow See, you ain't gotta see it, you can just be it You're the streets hope, yeah, God told me you're dope And you're here just to give us some pearls We appreciate that so we can share with the world See, you ain't gotta see it, you can just be it You're the streets hope Yeah, God told me you're dope. Dope to dope to dope dope. You're dope. Dope to dope to dope. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to Everyday Dope, the podcast about dope people who do dope things. And what do they do these dope things? Well, quite frankly, they do them every day. I'm your host, Mr. Sheffield. Today's guest is Lakeisha Milner, also known as Karen Whitaker. She's an IT executive. She loves to coach and mentor through M2 Consulting. And she crushes every goal she has through faith and writing things down on sticky notes. How in the world are you doing this evening? I am well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course I will have you. You dope as they come. Mm-hmm. Don't you think so? Yeah, stickies are my <laughs> secret weapon. <laughs> you put them mugs on the mirror, on the car. It's a sticky note everywhere. Now, we got to start you out with the same question we ask everybody else. What's your definition of dope? My definition of dope um, is a state of being. It is a feeling. It is exhilarating. Um, It is just everything can be dope. It's a choice. So dopeness is a choice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard you say dopeness is a state of being. So do you feel like you don't have to do anything to be dope? Sometimes you could just be you are born, breathing, and alive. That means that you are dope. Born, breathing, and alive, so you are dope. Yep. Being alive is just dope. Love it, love it, love it. Now, I have known you um, since the sixth grade, mm. and you have always been a strong black woman. So what's the story behind this moniker or nickname, Karen Whitaker, that you've created that is <laughs> a little bit different from the strong black woman It's like, Karen Whitaker, who, who is this lady? So Karen Whitaker was birthed um, in my early 20s as I was entering in corporate America. And um, what I learned very quickly was that I am Keisha, Lakeisha from Atlanta, um, but there was a different world in corporate America um, that wasn't yet ready for Keisha, for all of who I was. And so as a joke... I came up with this persona of Karen Whitaker and Karen was more calm. She was the example of what people thought professional was. She was palpable. Yes. And she didn't speak Ebonics and she spoke very proper oh. and she wore her hair in a certain way and she smiled. And so it was the total opposite of who I truly was. And so that was Karen and she worked in corporate America then. Mm-hmm. So in 2020, you don't think she still works? Absolutely not. In 2020, she, you get Lakeisha Milner, all of who I am. And if a company is not ready to 
embrace that, then I don't want to work there. So now you fully embrace exactly who you are oh, yeah. and where you come from. Absolutely. Okay, now that part is really, really dope. And you know, I think it's sad that you had to create Karen, but it was a smooth move, right? I don't think it's something I could have pulled off. Now, you hold a certification called a PMP, right? Correct. What is that? Um, a PMP is given out by the it ain't project. Out. Well, I seen you working well, on it. it ain't giving I out. did. I studied for it. So it is a certification um, that is held by the Project Management Institute. And what that means is that I am a practitioner of project management and that I can lead and run multi million dollar projects so pmp says multi-million dollars that is what they say that's what they say <laughs> now it, it seems like from the things that i've watched you do like vision is your thing right so you can look at an idea and you can take this idea to a full-fledged functional product like mergers acquisitions Correct. like you do these things in your sleep so why the extra step of the PMP? Like, why why would you go that because extra? Because it solidifies you in the industry. Um, mm -hmm. Just like a college degree, some people won't talk to you unless you have it. So if you say that you are skilled and a practitioner of project management, right now the expectation is that you hold this um, certification. So it's like a gatekeeping thing. Oh, absolutely. Now, was it really, really hard to get? It was, Tell me about that to experience. me, the hardest test that I've ever taken in my life. Um, and it was because it's scenario-based. Um, and it's not how I would do it necessarily, but it's about how PMI says that you should think. And it really helped me to think broader and bigger and it's about solving problems you know the thing about a project and all of us are practitioners of project management in our lives because we manage everything if we're you know buying a home or planning a wedding all of those are you know projects a project is just a unique endeavor that has a start date and an end date and so we are practitioners of project management but when you are doing it in a corporate environment you have to be able to prove that you are an expert and you need it in order to get the big money mm. <laughs> <laughs> i mean it all boils back to the dollar it come back to the money <laughs> all right so what's one of the most important parts of project management since we're all doing it mm -hmm. what's what's something i can lean on because i'm definitely i guess not a pmp or a project manager i guess what you say that we all do it so what's some of the things I should lean on daily as I'm managing my daily projects? Absolutely. Um, step number one in project management is about defining your scope. And so in everything that we do, scope says, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. And why am I doing it? And what am I expecting out of it? And we need to be thinking about that in everything that we do so that we ensure that we are always working on the right things and that we are not wasting time. So you start with the end of mind. Always start with so, the end in so mind. So you say, I want to lose 30 pounds, and that's the end. The goal is, so the outcome is to lose the 30 pounds. That is the end result. And the scope of the work is to be able to define how that is going to happen. And so where I am, Think that I am an expert is helping people define the smaller goals that help 
them to get to that um, larger goal because that's where the disconnect generally is. We know what we want. We don't know the roadmap in order to get there. And the way you do that is by defining small goals and milestones along the way. Now that's dope. Mm-hmm. So design, defining the scope and getting the milestones the piece by piece and the kind of like the timeline thing, you can do that for people who make multi-million, lots of money, like millions and millions of dollars? Hundreds of millions of dollars and for products. Products. Mm-hmm. Now, but it seems like you've actually taken these skills, right? And you've started your own business, M2 Consulting, mm-hmm. where you help folks, individuals, and businesses through a workshop called It's Possible. Yes. So tell us about the It's Possible workshop and what does that mean? What does it look like? So, um, and I'm smiling because I love it. So, It's Possible is a workshop geared towards applying the principles of project management to a person's life or their business. And it starts with figuring out what the vision is that you have for yourself. And vision is so important because we have to know what's important to us And by defining our vision, we can, through the use of, you know, sticky notes or a, (laughs) you know, concept of like a vision board, write that down or use pictures to represent the larger things that are important um, um, to us. And so I created a, a workshop that helps people to create that vision and also to create the work plan, the goals to help them reach that vision. Okay. So I came to a, uh, an It's Possible mm-hmm. workshop, and you had like 100 people in the room, and mm-hmm. they're all doing vision boards. Now, I'll be honest, my vision board still looks the same. None of it came to fruition. Yet. So, because yet. vision so, doesn't change, and that's where... Vision doesn't change. Most of the time, it does not. So, so tell us how to get from vision to action to yes. goal accomplishment. Okay, great. So say, for instance... On my vision board, the first one I did was back in 2013. And on that vision board, I had things like airplanes and water and and exercise shoes because for my life, I want to live a quality of life that allows me to be free. And freedom to me is expressed through travel and seeing different places and also I wanted my PMP I had things up there about family Mm -hmm. and so what you have to do is start with an assessment once you have that big vision you create an assessment for yourself and say where am I now Mm -hmm. what is the delta between realizing this vision I don't know what delta means I'm sorry what is the what am I missing between the state that I am in now and where I want to be. Yeah, mathematics, we call the delta to change. Okay. Okay, so is that yes. the, is and, the same and, thing? Yeah, because in the middle is where you need to do the work. So and what so changes need to be made? In, in order, order to, to realize that big vision. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, if we're sticking with the I want to lose um, 30 pounds, that's really a goal. That's not a vision. A vision is to live a healthy life. Oh, okay. A goal, which is a, a stepping stone to living that healthy life, is to lose the 30 pounds. So you have a big vision. Mm-hmm. Then you have goals, which you can have um, many. 
And then you have activities. What are the things you're going to do to meet that goal? So if the goal is to lose um, 30 pounds, for us, it would be I will exercise five times a week, mm-hmm. right? I will meal prep. I will plan. For me, I suggest that people have goals in quarter increments because that is easier to um, digest. Is that kind of like the whole smart goal thing? It has to be time stamped. It should be, and we should be holding ourselves accountable. So to bring it back to the sticky notes, what I do to make this real, people, is I understand my vision. I take a sticky note, and I write my goals on sticky notes. So lose 30 pounds, um, you know, take a class, learn a Bible verse. And I put those up in my house Mm -hmm. so that every day I'm looking at those things so that I help keep myself on track and I hold myself accountable. So when I'm binge watching TV (laughs) and I look over at those um, sticky notes, I can ask myself, am I using my time wisely? Mm -hmm. And so every week, we should be making plans for ourselves and how we're going to spend our time so that we can hit those quarterly goals. Mm-hmm. All right. So quarter by quarter, that's when it's got to be done. Well, that's what I suggest. Okay. So when is the next M2 workshop? I know we're in COVID right now. Is there any plans for like virtual? Or? So I am thinking about that. I've had some interest. Um, and so hopefully really soon, we can get one out there because a lot of people are in a very thinking mind state right now. We've got a little more downtime. Mm -hmm. And so now is a good time again, just to brainstorm and to think about vision without the, you know, stress of traffic and other things. Now COVID is stressful, very, you know, so let's not say that, but we are having a lot more thoughts about what's important to us in this COVID season because what was important to you pre-COVID may not even be as important now. And a part of like it's um, possible is checking in. Mm-hmm. You know, are the things that I said were goals important to me? You know, still now. So, um, yeah. So soon. So, so, so what's one of these goals, what's one of the goals of yours that you actually accomplished by using this process, creating a vision, Oh, mm-hmm. you know, writing on the sticky notes, mm-hmm. you know, looking at TV and saying, I need to do better. Mm-hmm. What's, what's one of those goals that you actually accomplished? So my last six increases, like financial increases. Mm-hmm have all been written down to the dollar. Mm. And um, I was able to look at my vision and then say, what do I need to do in order to make more money? And for me, it was finding other streams of income, which was starting M2. It was um, facilitating a leadership retreat um, with executives. I did that. Um, It was helping small um, businesses with strategic planning. I did that. Again, all of those are rooted in project management. 
<laughs> so I was still using everything I learned on yourself, on myself. And I believe in writing things down. I tell everybody, if it's not written down, it doesn't count. I don't care about your ideas that you tell people in passing, but if you want to make it real, write it down because it forces you to start thinking through a plan and making it real. Now that's dope. Exactly. So now when you were doing all these things, and, you know, writing this thing down to the dollar and all that. And did you find that you had to be Lakeisha or Karen? So you're in corporate America and as you're doing these things, did you have to use one persona or the other? Or was it just, I'm going to just be myself, write down what I want and attack my goals? Um, probably I killed Karen off maybe about nine years ago. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah. That's almost a decade. Yeah, almost a decade. Um, and that was because I became okay with who I was and my background. Because in technology, in corporate, my background looked a little different than other people. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't attend an Ivy League school. Um, I didn't attend private schools. Um, and, and so, but I was still there. And I just learned to accept that I deserve to be there, even though my path was different. Mm -hmm. Because we have this joke that you graduated DeVry class of February, right? It was actually DeVry class of June. Class yeah. of DeVry class of <laughs> we June. We do. DeVry <laughs> class of June. Yes. And, but you're still in the big rooms with the big folks, All the time. Right? right. And so how do you keep saying, like, it's because it's already dope that you're just accomplishing all these things with the project management, with M2. You know, how do you stay sane and just keep going and keep going without just letting everything go? Um, it's, 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 it's what you said. I bring my whole self. My superpower is my energy. Mm -hmm. And it is about being me. They love Lakeisha. They love the fact that I'm listening and that I'm always looking for a um, solution. I know how to solve problems. I mean, that's what people hire me to do. Come in on critical um, projects and generally tell them how to solve them, um, especially when others have been like working on a problem for a while and they can't figure it out. I'm generally that person brought in to deliver. So you are a problem solver. That is absolutely dope. So, Keisha, we know that you're dope. You're a big-time executive. You make folks multi-millions of dollars. You are a business owner. You have M2 Consulting. And you will accomplish your goal just by writing sticky notes and getting the actions around those notes. But now it's time to see if you know what's going on in these streets. <coughs> dope. All right, we have reached What's the Dopest. This is part of the show where we figure out if you know what's going on in the streets and if you know what you're talking about. All right. And if you get the answer wrong, we put you out the house. Oh, <laughs> so you need to make sure that you take your time and answer this properly. You are a TV genius. So, what's going to be the dopest? Grey's Anatomy or Scandal? Unfair. Uh, hey, listen, this is what's the dopest. You answer the question or we put you out there. Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. Okay, why are you going with Grey's Anatomy? 
longevity. Oh, longevity. How long has it been on? Uh, maybe like almost 20 seasons. Uh, 20 seasons? Of I think so. Like crazy. 16, 17. It's a lot of them. Now, Shonda Rhimes wrote both of these, right? Correct. Um, I like the complexity of the characters, just how they grow and mature, and the fact that I have rewatched. <laughs> you rewatched it? series at least three times. I have never done that. With 20 seasons? Well, 20 maybe 16, seasons. 17 seasons, 18, something <laughs> along in there. It's a lot of them. So, you know, which parts about Scandal did you like? Or did you like So anybody? Scandal was the first time in a long time that we saw a black woman who was running it. I saw myself as Carrie Washington and what I do at work. I fix it. Mm-hmm. make it happen I figure it out and you have to make moves and she did that for me now the other part about <laughs> you know being a side chick and all that I do not subscribe to you don't describe I do not me. subscribe to that however the business part but she about did her, manage the project she managed it she solved the she problem she solved the problem she handled it she and that's what I do all. oh that's what you do good now which character do you see yourself in in um Grace because I think I, I see you in Dr. Bailey myself. You know, yes, uh, probably. Bossy, do- I, but bossy. funny. <laughs> they always want to say we are bossy. <laughs> no, th- those are called good leadership skills. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a Dr. Miranda Bailey. It's yeah. okay. Anybody else you see yourself in? Um, No. Okay. So Dr. Bailey. Dr. Bailey. Well, Lakeisha, we thank you for stopping by here. We appreciate your dopeness. We think that you are great. We think that you are amazing. You are very, very wonderful. And we will see you on the other side. Mm-hmm. Thank you for tuning in to Everyday Dope. We hope you were inspired to live in your dopeness and celebrate the dopeness around you. Don't forget to rate, review, and share with your crew. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at My Everyday Dope. I'm your host, Mr. Sheffield. And we will see you on the other side.